Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. Uh, all right, we did Jackson Smith and Jigba with Seattle already, but we should group this together. I love when this happens because it's the runs. The, run, the runs on the position. 20 is Jackson Smith and Jigba. 21, Quentin Johnston from TCU to the Chargers. 22, Zay Flowers from BC. Lamar gets a first-round receiver. We could talk about Lamar's contract, too. And then Jordan Addison, USC, to the Vikings. So four straight receiver picks, 20, 21, 22, 23. I thought Njigba deserved to be the number one receiver. I bought the hype of Zay Flowers going as the second receiver. I was shocked by the Minnesota pick, even though that was the odds-on favorite for position group for them. I thought that they were going to go secondary uh, and, and help their defense, given that they lost like literally every player in their secondary this offseason, and they brought in Brian Flores. So I thought they were going defense uh, with the guy who went with the next pick, Deontay Banks. So Addison was the one that surprised me. Flowers was the one that I liked, and we'll see about Quentin Johnston. Yeah, so... I've got a kind of a different spin on on some of this. I actually like the Johnston pick and the Addison pick the most. Oh, interesting. And here's why I like the Johnston pick so much. Because I thought after the college football season was over, I thought he was going to be the first wide receiver that got picked. Because he had, I thought, the best year among among these guys, for sure. I mean, Flowers was such a not was such an afterthought that he wasn't even in the Senior Bowl. He was in the East West Shrine game, and he was in basically like the Fakakta All Star game. And then he had a, I mean, his hyper productive career, but is smaller and is kind of pigeonholed in as a slot guy. Um, Addison was much better at Pitt when he won the Blitnikoff Award. His numbers went down playing with Caleb Williams, which is hard to believe at USC. And Johnson's just a big guy that goes up and gets the ball and moves pretty well. So 
you know, I think the Chargers have a chance. Like, they never say healthy. But if he's good, how do you defend those three receivers there? I mean, that's the thing I'm thinking about. Unless they, well, they trade listen, one of those guys. I wasn't surprised that it was a receiver. They were minus 200 to take a receiver. It was the odds-on favorite. Uh, just felt like a little, like, little redundant with Mike Williams. So who up- cares? Go the Bengals route. I mean, they've got... We t- we've talked about it. I mean, if they stayed healthy last year, they would have had maybe one of the top five 53-man rosters in the entire NFL. You know, if you're going to do a luxury pick, make it a wide receiver, not a running back or inside linebacker. So, plus you've got the Kellen Moore thing going on there. You know, I just... No, go all I'm saying is it, it, between, like, who's closer to the end, Mike Williams or Keenan Allen, uh, I would say Keenan Allen. So, I would... I think... I think I would have assumed Zay Flowers uh, just for like complimentary piece sure. over over Johnston. But hey, man, it's a premium position and you're supporting and, Justin Herbert. And I think Addison's, I think Addison is, a, is like perfectly cast as a number two. He strikes me as like a Tyler Lockett type. So I think to have him with Jefferson. I think that's great. I think like you just tell him, especially playing with cousins, you know, he's a guy that like within the first five yards is going to get open. You know, he's not someone that's going to be like a huge deep threat, but he's just such a good route runner. And so I just think that that's a really good, you want to talk about, you know, wide receivers that play off each other. I think that's a really good situation. I don't see him as a Batman. I see him as a Robin. And he went with the ultimate superhero wide receiver there in Minnesota. Well, I mean, and after the, you know, they needed someone else to catch passes. Yeah. With right. Thielen leaving too. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, Deontay Banks, Maryland to the New York Giants. Again, gambling markets nail it. Uh, plus 150 was position group cornerback to the New York football Giants. Like, I, I just went through and marked down like 20 something teams that had uh gambling markets up, you know, like an hour before the draft. I just wrote them down. There were very few that were like completely off the board. Yeah. The vast majority was the favorite, the second favorite, a couple of the thirds. The, the bills were a very long shot to do tight end as the first. Uh, the jets were a pretty big long shot to do linebacker as the first. Um, New England cornerback was the third favorite, but for the most part, man, they didn't they didn't always get it in terms of player order or draft position, but in terms of position group by the teams, yeah. I thought the gambling markets nailed it, and this was another one for the Yeah, draft. I mean, I, I felt like, you know, Banks is a need pick for the Giants, but then again, like, I'm still asking myself, like, you made a pick, I guess, to try to slow down ideally like Deontay Banks is going to go up against AJ Brown in your division. You know, you saw him go up against Marvin Harrison Jr. and have a really good game at Maryland. So maybe that's the logic there, but I still think, yeah, I still think they need weapons for the quarterback that they paid there. Uh, I I feel our receivers just went off the board. Yeah. That's that. And I think Buffalo got in the same spot. I think they wanted a receiver. And they and they got caught with their pants down and they and they went up and they got Kincaid. They wanted I guess they're going to go with a two tight end offense there with Knox, um, which would be kind of a change of pace for them. And then the one that really 
completely threw me off was Maisie Smith to the Cowboys. Like, I still, that is, that to me was like the, the anti-Jerry Jones pick. I'm still, like, stunned by that. He's a guy that never sacked the quarterback in college at Michigan. Like, is more of your classic, like, not a three-down defensive lineman at all. Just kind of clog space and maybe move offensive linemen a little bit and eat up linemen and maybe like push the pocket back, but never get to the quarterback. Didn't have a ton of tackles for loss at Michigan. Like, I just feel like that's the type of guy in today's NFL, you get in like the third round and you feel like you got a really good player there. And that's it. Like, this is not like with Cansey, he can, I think be someone that plays even Brzee if he gets himself healthy. But Smith, he's like more of your classic nose tackle, Danny. Yeah, I mean, so he was third favorite on the board for them to take a defensive lineman. I guess I could have seen Murphy or Breezy uh, from from Clemson in terms of production. Spencer says he had 16 quarterback hits last year and just half a sack in in terms of the production. This is like a weird thing that all these guys say. They're like, you know, there are only 18 guys with first round grades but there are 31 first round picks. So I think when you get to this point, it's all over the board. I kind of thought that they were going to take um, Michael Mayer. I thought they were going to take the tight end from, so did I. from, from Notre Dame. That felt so more I. like a Jerry Jones Cowboys pick. Exactly. That's what I, that, that's what I thought they were going to do. I just want to say one more thing about Dalton Kincaid uh, and Buffalo. They're drafting like top 100 picks the last three years if you look at it is shockingly bad in Buffalo. They haven't hit on a pick. Yeah. It's like, it's like Devin Singletary. Like that's like arguably the bat. It is. And they took cook last year too. Right. That running back. Yeah. So like they, I agree that this seemed desperate. Obviously I'm always for adding more weapons and supporting uh, you know, your quarterback that that makes all the sense in the world to me, but they're just becoming a very top heavy team without a lot of depth. Like they they need some of these picks to actually hit the AFC is just too damn good. You can't be missing on first round, second round, third round picks three years in a row. Like uh, one quarterback can't do it all. You got you got to do better than that. Uh, Jacksonville traded down, took Anton Harris. I mean. The rest of the picks are all linemen, right? If you, I don't know if you want to loop, loop this together, but like, can. yeah. So Harrison to Jacksonville uh, as an offensive lineman, Murphy to the Bengals, uh, Bressy to the uh, Saints, Nolan Smith, who we talked about already, and then uh, the kid from K State, uh, Uzuma from uh, from K State, yeah. goes to the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs were rumored to take an edge rusher. They're probably disappointed that Smith went the pick before and Murphy's another one of these high upside guys, even though the production wasn't always there. Yeah, it really was. had just an unreal freshman year at Clemson and was never the same player because of the ACL. His sister died. He had strep throat that led to a kidney infection and he lost all kinds of weight. I mean, he just, you know, I, I hope he did not peak athletically as an 18-year-old, but it looks like that might have happened. And the Saints made a need pick there because they do need defensive line help. I do root for the kid, though. 
I think what I want to say, and then Jacksonville needed a tackle because the Cam Robinson thing happened too, and then right, the they suspension. lost. They lost the other tackle to Juan Taylor to the Chiefs. But I do want to maybe take this second here to talk about the quarterbacks that didn't go in the first round, Levis and Hooker. And just, this is my biggest, this is one of, this is one of the biggest issues I have with the way the draft gets covered, okay? Because I think something happened here again tonight that is a disservice to football fans. I really think that there's that there's bargaining that gets done between the agents where this Levis toe injury, where Mortensen just drops that in so cavalier-like in the middle of the first round, like it scared teams off. Uh, you're just finding this out now? Like, you've had all this time to either tweet this or say this, and so have Schefter and these other guys. How is this something? Like, there had to be, uh, my my opinion is there had to be some kind of gag order on it. And I'm not really sure necessarily if it's a quid pro quo situation or how that works. But, Danny, how was that not even touched upon until tonight? And they're like, well, this makes sense for why he's falling now. Would have been nice to know six <laughs> hours ago. I mean, he was the he was the favorite to be the second overall pick yesterday. Right. I, I I have no idea how that happens, man. Uh, we get honest, we have to get hit over the there. head. I didn't with even know cognitive, that. with cognitive score tests for Stroud, and that becomes a narrative, right? But, exactly. a, leg- but a legitimate injury. Like it just comes out from one of the most veteran NFL insiders. Like, oh, it's very obvious why he's falling, and here's the reason why. Some teams thought he should have had surgery on it, and he said no. That should have been a draft. That should have been a draft debate for months. Correct. I that so that just I you're breaking this news to me. I was not watching television coverage. I was all on mute. I was I was on the air. Uh that is that is a wild thing, man. I'll read I'll read you the tweet from Mortensen here. Um right now on it. Here it is. Please. Will Levis less this is from an hour ago. Will Levis's left toe that caused him to miss two games last year was quote problematic for at least one team that considered him. Levis said that quote the toe had healed and was good to go. Another team believed Levis could manage, but thought surgery would need discussion after season. Levis said Levis disagreed. Hmm. That is very strange. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I mean, I will say this. Will Levis seems to be, I don't know which one of those people were his sister. I know. I the same thing. I don't know what was going on there. I don't know if they brought extras in once he started falling. 
I have no idea what was going on, but he's winning in some capacity tonight. Yeah. He's not going to have a terrible night. That's all I'll say. Yeah. And the other thing is with these quarterbacks, though, like it seems to me the last two years that when people say, oh, these quarterbacks are getting pushed up the board, that really seems like it's a myth now because Levis and Hooker fell out of the first round and only one quarterback was picked in the first round last year. So that just starting to feel like a, a media creation to me. Well, I mean, Anthony, I mean, three of the top four, but it was in the, the number was four and a half for the first round. So obviously an under this year, but I mean, I never bought Hooker as a first round pick. Well, he's coming off a big injury and he played in college for about 19 yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. He's 25. One thing we should talk about though, and I'll take a small victory lap on this one. Mm-hmm. The only result result that made sense was Lamar Jackson going back to Baltimore. It's the only thing that made sense the whole time. We kept talking about it. We kept asking. We kept debating. Indy, Atlanta, Washington. But would you well, I'll would tell you, you give up two first-round picks and yeah. that contract? He got paid. He got more than Jalen Hurts. He got Odell Beckham. He got Zay Flowers. And Baltimore gets their guy. And he gets the biggest uh, contract in NFL history. I mean, he'll, ne- he'll never say this. But I think it's very obvious what happened. I don't think he respected the two quarterbacks that had set, I mean, the ridiculous market is Watson. And then the other one was Kyler Murray. And I think he was like, no, I'm not doing anything that aligns myself, you know, below those guys. And then I think when Hertz took that deal, he said, you know what? If I can get a little bit more than Jalen Hurts, a guy that was just in the Super Bowl and I respect his game, I'll do it. I, if the Hurts deal doesn't happen, I think that he's still at loggerheads with Baltimore. I agree. I agree. But there was no outcome that ever made sense for him to be on a different team. So... Yeah, no doubt. Well, maybe... I don't know if you've been watching television the last three months. (laughs) Well, I think in the end... A lot of people had doubt. No doubt. But, like, I think what the Colts did was better. Like, I would rather have Anthony Richardson with the fourth pick than have given up two firsts and then had to pay Lamar Jackson. Well, which was, which was why he was never leaving, you know, like the only outcome that made sense was for him to stay in Baltimore because they had no plan B. Yep. And no one was going to meet his price plus the draft picks. So the the only only thing that made sense was here and yeah, the Ravens maybe could have played even more hardball, but then you're just pissing off your 26-year-old MVP when you're trying to win a damn Super Bowl. The only team, and he's awesome. Yeah, the only team I'll say that now that they made a pick, I would look at it and say, man, if I just give up that pick and next year's pick and pay him, I like my my situation considerably better. Is Atlanta? If I was going to use the eighth pick on a running back, I'll just take that eighth pick and next year's pick and I'll give Lamar Jackson that contract. And then when they come out with the latest Super Bowl odds, I'll be third in the NFC. 
That's how I would have looked at that. Yeah, and a, and a, and a lot of people, you know, talked about that. And Mike Vick and him in a dome and the NFC South being bad, and they they would have been. They would have been one of the favorites in the NFC. But it still would have been two first-round picks, including a top-10 pick, for yeah. a dude who completed 62% of his passes last Correct. year and hasn't played more than 12 games in two years. Yep. So it still would have been incredibly risky. And – I mean, I don't think that Ritter's anything special, but you said it during the year. I mean, it's not a bad spot for a quarterback to go if he sucks. Yep. You know, and you'll have to give up a hell of a lot less than $260 million, Yep. Uh, in, or, in order to get one. So I'm, I'm really happy for Lamar. I think he has had to endure a lot of shit from pre-draft through now. And then at times, like we talked about, it actually went the other way where people were afraid to criticize him yeah. because he took so much unfair. Sh- like, yeah, but I'm just like Roethlisberger got shit for saying something that I like to me gets said all the time. You know, he's like teams want to keep him in the pocket. They'd rather have him. Right. Play of course. The pocket. Yeah. Right. Like, I, wow. Yeah. That, that's not, that's not that's salacious not whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, he hasn't progressed as a passer since his MVP year. That's objectively true. Yeah. Like, but he still is awesome and dangerous. And when he's at his best, he's one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL. And he deserves this contract and he deserves help. So I, to me, this was the only outcome. And I, it's unbelievably exciting uh, to see him get a couple of weapons there. And we'll see what happens going forward. But this was fun, man. Yeah, man, it's great to have you back, and we'll do an extra podcast here. We'll come back after everything wraps up this weekend and just do a team-by-team breakdown. Yeah, we'll have one for you uh, Monday morning, right? Yep. All right. Thank you to Spencer Ray, our producer. He's Andrew Filipponi. You can listen to him afternoons on The Fan in Pittsburgh. You can check me out afternoons on The Score in Chicago. Tell your friends, subscribe, rate, review, first and pod. Peace.